Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. As I dive into a new leftist government, targets which focus on Colombia's wealthiest residents and commodities exports, to fund an ambitious term in office and its implications on Colombia's economy. Colombia's first leftist government in its history has targeted the country's wealthiest residents and its commodities exports in a tax proposal that shows a significant shift for the traditionally conservative nation. Left-wing politics usually describes political ideologies that support and seek to achieve social equality. The proposed tax overhaul should not be viewed as a punishment or a sacrifice, Gustavo Petro, the country's new president, said during his inauguration speech on Sunday, a day before sending the bill to the Congress. It's simply a solidarity payment that someone fortunate makes to a society that has enabled them to generate wealth. Some analysts describe the proposed reforms as more real and less radical than feared when Petro was elected. However, they worry that the reform may not be enough to tackle the fiscal deficit while funding the ambitious social programs that the president promised in his campaigns. The bill, announced on the first day of Petro's government, seeks to raise an additional $5.8 billion next year, about a mere 1.7% of GDP. The proposal includes a tax increase for those making more than $2,300 a month, Colombia's top 2.4%, according to its finance ministry. It would also introduce an annual wealth tax on savings and property above $630,000. These additional streams of revenue are crucial to funding the generational change the president has promised his voters. During his campaign, Petro pledged to halt open-cast mining and new oil and gas exploration contracts, alongside a number of progressive reforms, such as funding universal health care, and higher education, and supporting wholesale land and pension reform. Lofty goals indeed. A failure, however, to deliver risks quickly angering his supporters, tens of thousands of whom took to the streets last year initially to protest the tax reform proposal that would have raised value-added tax, or VAT. As we see in Colombia, campaigns are poetry but government is prose and the economic and fiscal reality is complicated," said Luis Fernando Meja, the executive director of Federalo, a Colombian economic think tank. The proposal comes as the Colombian economy faces heavy resistance. The fiscal deficit this year is predicted to reach nearly 5.6 points of GDP and must be adjusted by, downwards by 2 points of GDP next year. Prices are rising quickly as the country emerges from the coronavirus pandemic. Inflation is at around 10.2%, the highest since 1999, while close to 40% of people in the country live in monetary poverty. Part of this reform will be allocated to reducing the fiscal deficit, Mecha said. Another part will go to spending, in line with the social programs that the president had discussed. The government's tax revenue is about 19% of GDP, but only 5% of the population pays these personal taxes, according to the OECD. The average for OECD countries in the world 
is 33%. Pedro's finance minister, Jose Antonio Ocampo, has pledged to tackle tax evasion and avoidance too, saying that revenues would be increased by modernizing Colombia's collection agency. Over half of Colombia's workforce is estimated to be in the informal economy too. In Colombia, the truth is that we've never had a reform that was focused on making the people who have the most pay, said Maria Fernanda Valdez, coordinator of economic affairs at Friedrich Ebert Stiftung, a political foundation. Almost always the attempt was made to make the middle class pay, such as by increasing VAT. If this passes, it could be the first of a wave of similar reforms in Latin America. The bill still requires approval by the Congress, but Petro has a majority coalition there. A new dawn is rising over Colombia, where the newly formed government plans to tackle issues of inflation and fiscal deficits from COVID-19 and a previously weak economy by targeting the rich and taxing them in a solidarity payment they should not think of as a punishment, as put rightly by the president. We hope this is enough to make up for overdrawn budget deficits in the past and steer the country safely out of the pandemic and make sure this can also fund future government schemes to improve the nation. So that's it for today's episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it and learned something new. Stay tuned and see you next week.